Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello and welcome back to the third and final part of this week's episode where I'm stomping with Scarlett Moffat. So far, we've spoken about Scarlett's Bell's Palsy and a new documentary about Tourette's. Right, so let's talk a little bit about your toolkit for life because stomping is clearly part of it. I know you love nature. Yes. We've spoke- Sorry. <laughs> let's not break up. Um, I've got to say, see, this is why, right? We're, we're, for people listening, we are, in fact, in regions part, but there are potholes. Uh, we are in London, of course, but there's potholes in the, in the ground. Even in the and grass. this is why part of my boots are part of my toolkit, because I'm, I'm, I'll tell you a story. So... I, I, I love Glastonbury, right? It's the only festival, yeah. it's a festival I really go to. And um, on the last night of, of the festival many years ago, I stood in a pothole with inadequate shoes and I broke my ankle. Uh, and it was one of the most painful and also most annoying things oh. happened. Because when I was in Glastonbury, the, I couldn't watch the main stage, couldn't get out of there because it's Glastonbury and it was all because of the wrong shoes. So, so now you're always, I mean, I'm prepared. I'm wearing flip flops. You're just, can't, you're just, t- <laughs> but that's you, you're chill, you turn up, it's all good. Hardcore, Let's, hardcore northern area, my flip flops. You are, you are. Let's talk about the toolkit for life. So, nature's important, stomping's important, but what else gets you through? What are the things that's like, right, Scarlett, difficult times come, I'm going to get through this? Uh, honestly, my little dog. Dogs are amazing. Yeah, I've got they? a chihuahua called Bonnie, and honestly, like, she just. She's just wonderful. Like, honestly, I can be having, like... And not so much now, but definitely a few years ago, you know, when I was in London on my own and I did feel really lonely. She got me through because I had a purpose to get up. If I wasn't working, I had to get up. I had to take Bonnie for a walk, go and get her treats, you know, and, like... I mean, I have full-on conversations with her. She never talks back, unfortunately, but it's just the look that you feel. She can't say, shut up, Scarlett, that's enough. <laughs> yeah, <now>. she can't <laughs> fall asleep when I'm... You've told that joke talk- ten times. <laughs> yeah, she can't fall asleep on us, like, which she does do when I'm chatting, but, yeah, definitely me little dog, Bonnie. Too far, I'd love you to read me a bedtime story. I reckon if you just read, like, nice stories at night, I would be... You should do that, you know. You should make a whole series of Spotify podcasts around, like, just because you've got such a soft, nice voice. Thank you. Just gently talk us to sleep. Because when you know, I get Tom excited... Tom Hardy did that, you know. He did bedtime yes, he stories, did, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, because there was a lot of mums that tuned in to I watch bet that was, yeah, I bet there was, yeah. I bet there was. So that's an important part, is animals. and Because I think part of it as well is not just having the dog there and the cute and whatever. It is, like, like you're saying, really, you've got something to care for. Yeah. a responsibility for to be kind to and sometimes responsibility is good in that way isn't it because yeah. it's like it's a nurturing relationship i think a big thing as well for me is like this sounds so boring but like having a schedule you planner you like to have a plan yeah i do because even if that plan is set an alarm to make sure i'm up at nine o'clock have a shower watch my favorite tv show i find that when i'm sort of left to my own devices for for too many days, I start to feel a bit low because okay, I feel yeah. like I haven't got a purpose. Routine, purpose, Yeah, a routine yes. is so 
important to me yeah so i would say my calendar <laughs> so yeah. just, there's something nice so as well sad. about planning things and even sometimes when you feel a bit like meh planning a holiday even if you're not actually going to go on it but just looking at where you're going to go yeah. or what you want to do like thinking of things and plans that are that are exciting that Here, feeling of ticking off a list oh here's a question for you are you <laughs> someone uh, speaking of like routine and stuff are you someone that can turn like basically not have an alarm clock and sleep in on a saturday do you, can you just have no alarm at all mm-hmm. no i can't do either <laughs> no. i've never been able to i have no. genuinely one of my anxieties is sleeping too long yeah it's ridiculous as it sounds so no, even, I have the if i have a lion i plan the lion with the alarm clock. yes so i'll go right i'm going to wake up tonight tomorrow at whatever time and yeah I'll on a sunday normally on a sunday i'll set the alarm for 10 32 i don't know why i told you yeah right, i know 10 32 and then i probably normally wake up before it but I it's just know that it's there. I know that there. I'm not. I'm not going to wake up and go. Oh, it's two o'clock. <laughs> I don't know because you never. The thing is, you probably never would, would you? And no. that's actually the thing. I reckon if I did it, I would wake up even earlier because yeah, I then worry would. about it. So then it's not a lion. I'm pleased I'm not the only one. Yeah, we are. We're all. We're all, we're all different in our own ways. <laughs> what about in terms of family and stuff? I mean, you obviously very publicly been on Gogglebox and like everyone yeah. kind of loved. I think it's not just you. Actually, your whole family that Aww. was like was amazing and I know you've spoken about before your family you're very close with yes how important is that in terms of your kind of oh, support yeah. network they are like my best friends really like you know I, I'm from a village like we all live 10 minutes away from each other you know we all like on a Sunday go for Sunday dinner into the pictures together like yeah like that is like if I'm feeling stressed like I go to my nanny's house like my mum and dad's house or my friend Liam's for a cup of tea. I and and everything just feels... That's such a British way <laughs> yeah, of dealing with a problem. It? But it's great, though, and it's like that foundation of, like, just the only problem is sort of the cup of tea. Obviously, the tea doesn't fix everything, but it's the sitting down and talking with the people you care about. And, like, it's just sharing that stress, right? And, like, I think when you carry stuff in your shoulders... I almost feel my shoulders tense now as I'm stressed. <laughs> you carry stuff on your shoulders too much, that builds up, doesn't it? When you yeah. give it to someone else, you just take it off your shoulders a little bit. Yeah, and, like, it's not that I even ask for advice sometimes. She just... Just talk. Yeah. Just, just having someone to And listen. you know what? Sometimes this sounds even sadder. Like, my little sister will come round. We don't even talk. Yeah. We just sit. Just like, sit, do you know what I mean? We just TV, sit and watch telly together. Watch Love Island or something, whatever. Okay, so every week we do our um, fact of the week, and this one's going to be around Bell's palsy. So, lot of. Can I give you a fact? Go first? on, please. Yeah, I, okay. I love this. You love your facts. I'm going to give you a good stomp and fact, Go right? On, so, obviously, I'm from the country. Cows moo in regional accents. Thanks. So your Welsh you're cows? Me up now, no, I'm not. Your Welsh cows? Scarlett, you're well, having me I'm on. I'm not. Are you honestly, serious? Honestly, if that's true, I'm going to Google it. You know that. No, you can. You can. Really? Is that yeah, true? Yeah, yeah. And like now, whenever I go places, I try and <laughs> try and. You try and move in the same thing. You talk well, back. Like, to... like I'd imagine, so, like so they'd hear me and be like, "That's a that's a Welsh man." Well, or is it more the cows they recognise? More the cows, I think. <laughs> Do that's actually like, brilliant. If that's true, that's the best fact so far on the Stompcast, <laughs> and you've really shown up my next one. So Bell's, so many many conditions in medicine are named after famous people, and actually yeah. Bell's palsy was named after a, a Scottish anatomist called Charles Bell, who was the first person to describe the condition. So a lot of the time when you hear different things, and you go, why is it named that? It's yeah. probably because the person who first discovered it named it. Oh, so okay. Yeah, I didn't know if it was like... I mean, it doesn't make any sense, because really you should call it a facial nerve, whatever, palsy. It's easier to say Bell's palsy, Bell's palsy though, just isn't has, it? It yeah. has a ring to it. It does. There a- you go. There you go. 
Scarlett, thank you so much. I've absolutely loved your company as always. You're just amazing. You're also giving and you share it in such a genuine way. I think that's why everyone loves you so much, including me. So thank you oh, so much. I'll give you a hug. You. So I hope the rest of your thank day goes well. You. And I'm excited to watch the, the documentary, of course. It's oh, going to be cheers. really enlightening. Thank and everyone you. listening, I hope and I know you'll have enjoyed this episode. So please do make sure you tell people about it. You can continue to enjoy your stomping and encourage others too. Getting outside, it, we've got science behind it. We've got experience. We know that it helps. Stomping is good for us. Oh, Alex, that was so nice. Hey, that was good. I, I swear to you, that fact is, is true. That's amazing, that is. Not I thought you were what? I was like, you're yeah. just, I was like, she's fully having you on. <laughs> I really enjoyed our stomp and I know we've said goodbye to Scarlett now, but I wanted to talk a little bit more about ticks because some of you might be listening thinking, well, what are they? What if I have them? What causes them? What treatments are there available? So let's talk a little bit about this. So if anyone listening and wondering what are ticks, well, ticks are fast, repetitive muscle movements that they either result in you know, sudden movements or difficult to control uh, body jolts or, or even sounds as well. Um, they can be like squeaks or noises that people make without their own uh, control. They're fairly common in childhood and typically disappear around five years old. Uh, they can occasionally start in adulthood. For me, as someone that has ticks, they started in my kind of teenage years. I noticed that like my forehead and like my eyebrows, that's where I'd have like movements and like I'd scrunch it up and I didn't really know why that was happening. It wasn't really something I was particularly controlling. I found it quite difficult to control as well. But there are actually lots of different types of ticks that can include blinking and wrinkling, which is why I actually have a grimacing of the nose. Um, you can have jerking or banging of the head. Some people click their fingers, uh, coughing or making noises, uh, or repeating a particular sound or phrase. Some people think of Tourette's, so repeating words that they don't want to choose to repeat, or it could be uh, rude words and so on, and that person doesn't have the ability to control whether they're doing it or not. So when do you see a GP? I think really it's when it happens often and it's bothering you. I think if it's bothering you in any way, uh, or it's causing any issues in your life or affecting your life in any way, I think that's the time to talk to a GP. So the first thing to say, ticks don't actually need to be treated if they're mild or they're not really bothering you. It's, it's kind of really up to you. But there are treatments available if they're interfering with your life. So here's some self-help tips that um, the NHS kind of recommend and, and can be quite useful. So think about or what may trigger your ticks. So for me particularly, it's when I'm stressed or, or anxious. So kind of learning to kind of deal with stresses or anxiety as it builds up. So if you're getting stressed about exams or things, it's kind of you know, employing you know, you know, like our stomping techniques, our mindfulness, our exercise, uh, talking therapy, things like that can really help in just reducing stress. Avoid becoming too tired, it often is a trigger of, uh, of this. Um, and also try to ignore, if it's your child or family member that has a tick, try to ignore it because actually feeding into it just makes it a lot worse. And certainly don't tell anyone for having a tick. If things really are bothering you a lot and you think, I can't put up with this, then you can look at behavioural therapies. So these help you identify the cause of the ticks and also try and use techniques to basically stop them propagating or bring them to, to, to an end, to a stop. Two common behavioural techniques used are uh, exposure and response prevention uh, and comprehension behavioural intervention for ticks. So these basically, in their own ways, try and um, work on you know, what is kind of causing the ticks and how we're responding to them to try and reduce and prevent them from propagating. There are also medicines uh, available to help with this, but of course you should talk to your doctor about it. I just think it's beyond the scope of talking about this here now. I just wanted to give you a little bit of insight that if it really is bothering you, you think, do you know what, I've never thought about it, I'll realise it's a tick, this is what it is. You can think about what it is, what might be causing it, and then also look at actually what you can do about it. For more information, head to the show notes and there's links to the NHS website.
Can I also say I've looked into cows mooing in a regional accident, and it's actually true. John Wells, professor of phonetics at the University of London, examined West Country farmers' claims that their cows were mooing with a gentle lilt, and it was correct. Guys, it's hard to believe it, but we are now a month into the Stompcast. And as I said, we're doing this week on week. It's going out every Monday into your inbox. And my mission is clear. Our mission is clear. We want to get people out moving for an hour a week in nature because it's a starting point for all your other habits, all your other health routines. And I know it can help your mental and physical health. And if we can give you some useful tips, advice, or even just stories in your ear that relates and resonates and helps you each week, then we are very happy people here at the Stompcast. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Scarlet Moffat and well done for completing your stomp. I'm proud of you and you should be proud of yourself. If you enjoyed this episode, please drop us a little review, tell your family and friends, and also share this episode online. It really helps to spread the word. See you next week, Stompers. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.